Praise be Jesus Christ. This is Father Adam Lasky, and this is the Anima Christi podcast. Today, um, I'm coming to you from my desk in Ottawa. I think I'm glad that uh, you probably can't see <clears throat> how messy my room is, but that's okay. It's a busy time of year. Um, I have homily notes today from a, a, a note a homily from the eighth Sunday in Ordinary Time, cycle C, um, in a, and it was given at the parish of Sagrada Familia here in Ottawa for the Hispano Hablantes, and so they have been very gracious in letting me learn Spanish in their parish. So I'm going to give a, a homily and mix of Spanish and English because that's that's what I have. Let's begin with a prayer. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, give us the grace of your love that we would reflect fruitfully upon the Word of God, which is Christ among us. Help us to open our hearts and minds to what you wish to say to us through the readings today. We ask all this as we pray. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. En el nombre del Padre, el Hijo, y el Espíritu Santo. Amen. Recuerde que esta parte de la Carta de San Pablo parece muy sencillo, pero esta es parte de la imagen total en la Carta de los Corintios. Nuestra Madre, la Iglesia, no nos... She gives to us. <laughs> she gives to us in the lectures, the lecturas di, de, uh, diarios, um, tipos generales de meditación en las escrituras. Cuando tenemos partes de las escrituras para algunos domingos consecutivos, se llama lexio continua. That is to say, when we have readings that are from week to week, we have lexio continua. It means we've been hearing from all of 1 Corinthians during this time, and especially this segment from the 15th chapter has been chopped up over a number of weeks. So we're trying to, to build up to this very point. This is the point of the entire letter to the Corinthians. Where, O oh death, is your victory? Where, O oh death, is your sting? ¿Dónde está muerte tu victoria? ¿Dónde está muerte tu ajuijón? Es importante recordar el primer regalo, excuse me, regla de la interpretación bíblica. Es, es entender el contexto. Si quieres conocer qué significa este pas pasaje, necesitamos preguntar algunas preguntas del texto. ¿Cuáles son los temas de este pasaje? Y generalmente en este libro y o carta, ¿Cuál es el contexto? No es suficiente para entender, uh, uh, escucha las lecturas en el domingo. It's not enough to just listen to the readings at Mass and hope that we'll understand them. That's not a very good way to prepare ourselves. If we want to know what is, we have to look at the text in its text and context. So um, that's a law term, by the way. That's, that's a, a canon law point, text and context. ¿Quién son los corintios? We could ask ourselves. Ellos están viviendo en ciudad grande en, y un centro cultural del mundo griego, con un mixto filosofía y cultos y, y un centro de inmoralidad. It's a central of immorality. There's sin there. And la puebla, la, la puebla está pobre también. So it was, according to this milieu, says the introduction to the Jerusalem Bible for the, the segment on St. Paul, that created awkward problems for those who had converted to a faith that had only recently been introduced. So these are new converts to the faith, and the difficulties that they experience are um, that, that the challenges of all this mix of faith and wisdom, Greek wisdom, and, and uh, gods that are apathetic to the, the motion of the people, um, all of these are, are confusing, and also at the same time temptations for the Corinthians to go aside from their newly accepted faith. 
But if we want to build up, how does that affect this theme? ¿Dónde está muerte tu victoria? ¿Dónde está muerte tu aguijón? Well, I think, I think we have to look at first the effects of sin in the world, the fall. And we read in the uh, 400th paragraph of the Catechism of the Catholic Church kind of a description of what happened by the fall. What were the effects? And we, we hear, um, here it is in Espanol. La armonía en la en la que se encontraba establecida gracias a la justicia origi original queda destruy destruida el dominio de las facultades espirituales del alma sobre el cuerpo se quiebra la unión entre el hombre y la mujer es sometida a intenciones sus, su sus relaciones estarán marcadas por el deseo y el dominio la armonía con la creación se rompe. La creación visible se hace para el hombre extraña y hostil. A causa del hombre, la creación se es sometida a la servidumbre de la corrupción. Por fin, la consecuencia explícitamente anunciada para, para el caso de desobediencia se realizará. That's a difficult one. It's realized. El hombre volverá el pol al polvo de que fue formado. La muerte hace su entrada en la historia de la humanidad. So what is the description? This is telling us that the original justice that is in the world has been destroyed. And there is a breakdown then of the, the, the passions, the integration that the human person experiences in the freedom that they have from sin and the freedom to follow after God. So in el principio, los humanos están esta parte del creación enamorado con Dios, we could say. La pecado original, excuse me, el pecado original tiene el efecto destruido la paz y amor original. La dona de la ley fue la posibilidad de renovar el, el, amor, el amor original. Amor verdadero no, no da cuenta um, de las um, cuestas. Por lo, la cuesta de renovación es el Antiguo Testamento, es ser fiel a la ley. So, what is it? that is offered to fallen humanity. It's the law. The gift of the law is actually um, not a burden, which is, is experienced at first as a burden, but how could you say, for example, that a fence is a burden? A fence doesn't do anything. A fence doesn't have any guilt or one way or another, but a fence keeps things out and keeps things in. And for the covenant, there are certain fence posts that can't be passed by. Right? Mainly, I am the Lord your God, you shall have no other gods besides me. And with the blessing of the law come the curses of not following God. Why? Because in fallen humanity, we need both. We need the promise of blessings for following God, but at the same time, we need the threat of the pain of death uh, if we sin. And that's what the, the law brings to the, the Jewish people. So in the new law, what happens? We hear this, this declaration of St. Paul, where, O oh, death, is your sting? Where, O oh, death, is your victory? And the reason why the death no longer has its sting, sting, sting is because we hear that the, the, the reason why death has its sting is the law. Why? Because Satan can point to the law and he can say, you have failed. You have failed to follow the law, even though God gave you an opportunity to renew yourself and to come back into communion with him. You have failed. But Christ is the new law. 
and is the mediator of a new covenant, which we hear in, from the book or the uh, the book of the Hebrews. It speaks more eloquently than that, that blood which speaks more eloquently than that of Abel. Christ's passion, the blood of Christ, is the new law, and in the new covenant made in His blood. And what characterizes the new law and the new covenant is the work of the Holy Spirit in the heart of the Christian. And so the new Christian faithful in the, the letter to the Corinthians could understand, they could comprehend that this was a difficult connection, but there was a possibility that the Holy Spirit could work in them and renew them in the spiritual life. We are in a better place now than we ever could have been through the law or through following the covenant in the Old Testament. Because the new law and the new covenant is in Christ's blood. And with Christ's blood come new gifts, new potentials for following after Christ in a new way. And so we hear the voice of the Holy Spirit acting in us as Christians, which renews us in the law and it teaches us the way to go. If you will, now, here in this moment, heaven is breaking in through our celebration of the Holy Eucharist, through our participation in Christ crucified and risen from the dead, his immolated body on the cross, which is given to us here in the Mass. And so what a great gift for us to participate in that redemption which has been wrought for us in the new covenant in his blood. Si, por eso estamos llenos de gozo, porque para ser fiel a la ley necesita aceptar las cuestas, particularmente particularmente como guardar nuestras promesas para Dios, que dar fidelidad en la uh, nueva alianza. Este es el contexto de los, uh, la carta de los Corintios de hoy. Y gracias a Dios por este, este regalo y la oportunidad de compartir la palabra con ustedes. Que Dios te bendiga.